Hi, everyone. Welcome to Friday Night Live with your hosts, Ben and Rob. In what people have called an act of God, Pfizer's factory in North Carolina was hit by a tornado, destroying 50,000 pallets of medicine that ended up strewn across the site. Yeah, and lizard people are back in the news after another person, this time a Chinese man, freaked out on a flight claiming that the flight attendant wasn't real and he was stuck in a time loop. And around the same time, there was a report that came out that a UFO craft may be warping space-time that is in possession of the U.S. government. Wow. Crazy already. In other <laughs> news, spiritual practitioners of Falun Dafa held a rally and vigil in Washington, D.C. yesterday on 720, calling for Chinese Communist Party to end the 24-year-long persecution that is still going on in China. More than 1,500 people gathered for the event, bringing awareness about the thousands who've been tortured or died under their party's rule just for practicing truth, compassion, and tolerance. Yeah, so join us on this Friday Night Live as we cover all of this and more. And don't miss the weekly Mandela Effect live Q&A and the top 10 weirder news of the week with a strange alien creature, alien to shapeshift underwater, the Treasury Secretary Dining on psychedelic mushrooms in China. And you've heard about cocaine bear, but get ready for the cocaine shark. So let's get started and we'll see you guys out on the edge. <laughs> And if you're listening to our Edge of Wonder podcast, please give us a five-star rating and review so we can keep making this awesome content for you guys. And please hit like and subscribe wherever we're streaming um, to keep us going. So I feel like that has to be one of the most epic openings we've ever had. <laughs> like, okay, so <laughs> Act of God, Pfizer's factory in North Carolina hit by... <laughs> lizard people back in the news with a freak out on an airplane ufo crafts crafts maybe warping space time um actual human rights stuff that's going on in the world with uh with fallen fallen dafa and mm -hmm. washington dc and then you've got shape-shifting alien creatures the treasure secretary dining on psychedelic mushrooms in china <laughs> and a cocaine shark like seriously and that, that's just the start of it <laughs> <laughs> we, haven't even, we haven't even started covering everything uh yeah and then we also got a bigfoot video too that that's pretty convincing but you know you never know with these things and um what was the other oh a woman got hit by a meteorite while having coffee with a friend so <laughs> wow so we, we definitely got some big right, stuff well, going on. I, I have a I have an Alex Jones clip that could match the energy so far. Okay. Man. I really got to show you this. I want to see awesome. your reaction when Alex Jones is breaking this down to Joe Rogan here. Let's do it. Uh, Lindsay's going to pull this up, you guys. 
between aliens and the Nazis. Let me let me begin. It's people who are psychically, genetically available to interface with all these dimensions above and below and all around us. To every ancient society, describes the same thing. There are bad things that look like elves that have horns, and there are good things, but they don't contact you unless you contact them. So the Nazis, if you get in the deep literature, they believed they were basically seancing, being possessed by entities, and it was all about their power and how great they were going to be, and they, the Germans were seduced. So this this entity system pick Germans. And so when you study it, the globalists go to these events. They take bigger and bigger doses of drugs. They do electroshock. They were having people turn their heart off to like try to communicate with these things, to try to be dominant and get that. So you go back thousands of years, these wizards are taking drugs in these temples and interfacing with these palantirs, these crystal balls of an interdimensional connection while they're on drugs looking into glass to then be able to see the future and understand what's happening to give them temporal power over this planet tell me the connection between wow man that's that's a that, lot. but to review, that question came about from him saying tell me the connection between um nazis and what did he say nazis and something else because we missed that part at the very beginning connections or something like Lindsay, that. pull that back up he at the very beginning of that he says tell me the connection between nazis and can you rewind it well, it's at the very beginning. He asks him at the very beginning. Yeah, she's refreshing. Tell me the connection between aliens and the Nazis. Alien. It's people who are psychically. Oh, wow, man. But him breaking that down about like the how they've been using the occult and stuff was like fairly legit in like well, a kind of shocking way that only Alex Jones could present that information. Yeah, I mean. Wow, he's well, he's really right. I mean, when you start thinking about the these elites, a lot of them are German, one thing, you know, and that's like one thing right there. Then you have Operation Paperclip. But but I mean, he's absolutely right. I mean, you're not going to take psychedelics and really interact with some divine being that way, you know, and maybe in extremely rare situations. But, you know, mostly it's like, oh, it's so much easier to interact with like low level beings that if that's what you're doing. And so, well, I mean, what level were you vibing on before you yeah. took those psychedelics? Most likely you're in the garbage bin already. <laughs> right. Well, you, know, you take the psychedelics uh, and you're like, you're going to hell, man. <laughs> Most well, people see hell while they're on psychedelics and it helps knock them out of whatever. Well, right. you're talking about these people because I mean, these yeah. people, yeah, yeah, no, these, these people, people directly because yeah. they, they don't have compassion for the That's human what I race. Mean. It's like, yeah. how do I wipe out the human race to take control? No, exactly. <laughs> like, so you, they're already vibing there, and then they're yeah. like, let's take some psychedelics and and contact this Aryan super race, and wow. then they're already in the garbage bin. Like I said, you know, their their attitudes. So it's crazy. like, yeah. Well, I mean, and, and, and he's right in the sense that the Nazis were, were doing these kinds of experiments where they were literally stopping people's hearts to give them a near-death experience yes. and then quickly, like, you know, yes, reactivate so their heart, basically. And, you know, what's so messed up about that kind of is, like, these are the things that people don't believe in nowadays. But it's like, actually, that's not true. We've just been told that. But, like, these things have long been... I mean, we're talking in the 1940s, dude, the spiritualist movement was like going hard into the 20s and 30s, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah. So it's like they were just wow. kind of doing, they were get, learning from all of this stuff, you know? It's, it's crazy. It's really crazy. 
Yeah, it was wow. just like, uh, and you know, when you think like, you know, you and Ben, you and I have looked so much into like Aleister Crowley and what he was doing. I mean, these are the things that he was up to. Like he was trying to contact other beings. Oh, he yeah. was trying, you know, like anything that you could do to get into that state where you could contact other beings or whatever, you would do it. And that's why he looked so possessed at the end of his life, because he was like, he's doing anything possible, you know? Seriously, he was. Wow, dude, we could we could go on that forever talking. I can't believe that Alex Jones is like, I mean, of course, they're making this clip. And so, you know, they're, they are cutting some things out to, to make well, it a little shorter. But it's like, holy cow, there's so much information. And he just gets straight to the point in like a minute. I can't well, believe that. that. Um, that I don't know when that clip was taken. I don't think that was recently. I think that. It, my favorite part of that clip, though, was was Joe Rogan's face towards yeah. the end of Alex Jones explaining that when he it's looks like, over at what's what? his name. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> are you like, are you listening to this to break well, this down? I mean, and, and that, that's been part of the thing about how the Nazis were able to get um, a lot of advanced technology and whatnot. It would have people yeah. they would find these mostly women at the time who were psychic. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah, yeah. And doing doing these like, you know, and of course they're thinking they're doing something good because they're like, oh, yeah, we're helping our country, you know, very patriotic. You know, they didn't realize that what they were doing was going to be used for war for like total dominance and control. But um, that's 100 percent true from all the research that we've done and everything we've looked into. So it's very fascinating. Wow. I, I'm I'm blown away. How? <laughs> Well, don't be too blown away because we've yeah. got to show the cocaine shark meme. Yes. Yeah, so this was actually Dom, who's uh, who's on our team. He made this. And oh, my gosh, we I have to give him like, wait, Dom made this. Dom made it. All right. Let me see this thing. Yeah, Dom made this. He's one of our social media managers. <laughs> well the bag of you know, we, we should have hunter biden in there somewhere <laughs> like hunter biden like jumps in the water like chasing after the cocaine you know <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> that could be on part two. <laughs> Dom's in the chat right now, you guys. He's just Dom Rise. So, uh, Dom, well done, bro. That's yeah, that was funny. hilarious. Though. That was really funny. Very cool stuff. <clears throat> Next one will be about Hunter. So, <laughs> okay, okay, we got we got a uh, Bandela effect here. Am I right? Yeah, we do. Surprise. So this one actually it really shocked me. Um, and, you know, a lot of them like it's like, OK, I'm not really sure this one actually shot me, shocked me. So Beats, you know, the headphones, Dr. Dre, are they called Beats by Dre or Beats by Dr. Dre? Beats by Dre. It is Beats by Dr. Dre. No, it, it never was. I know it everyone's wasn't. called it Beats by Dre. I know. Even on the packaging now and on the headphones themselves. Did they change that? No. So I looked into it. I, I, I like did a lot of research into this because I was like, okay, maybe they just recently changed this. No. I, I, the, what we're seeing are some of the older models 
that came out and it still says beats by Dre. I'm sorry, beats by Dr. Dre. Well, you know, this could be one of those things, though, where it really has always said Beats by Dr. Dre, but people just shorten it because it's such a pain in the butt to I, say doctor every you time. You know what? I actually remember having a conversation with somebody about this because I, I, I don't know why, but in the conversation, we were like, oh, I wonder why he doesn't use doctor. And I even made the point at the time. I was like, you know, it just sounds better. You know, Beats by Dre, you know, instead of like Beats by Dr. Dre, it's just like Beats by Dre. It just sounds like, you know, yeah. it, it, phonetically, it just sounds better. And and I can understand why he dropped the doctor because it's just like, well, he's just Dre. You know, it's like everyone knows him. I feel like you were rapping when you just said that. <laughs> Maybe I was, but what's weird is the website is called beatsbydre.com, but they also own beatsbydrdre.com. Okay, so, so I I went back to the history of this thing in 2010. What we're seeing is an archive from 2010, and it says Beats by Dr. Dre on the side even though the website is beats by Dre, but no one went on. I mean, not many people that I know of went to the website. It was like Apple bought them and then everyone was just buying it from the Apple site. So it's just really, uh, really this, this one is really weird. And it weird, it weirded out a lot of people. I was on a Facebook forum and someone, that's how I found it. Someone brought it up and I thought, well, yeah, I thought the same thing. Maybe they just recently changed it. And then I started going back and seeing, all these posts, everything for sale. And um, yeah, it's weird because some of these will just say beats by Dre. And then like, you know, the headphones clearly say beats by Dr. Dre on it. And it's just strange. But if you, if you look it up on like um, any website, Best Buy or whatever, you know, it's all, it's all listed as beats by Dr. Dre. And ever tried his headphones. Um, I, I have, I'm, I'm not that crazy about them. They're terrible. Honest. I thought they were literally the worst headphones out there. Yeah. Like, I I don't get it. (laughs) Like, I don't get, I think they just, he sold his name on it and maybe that's what did it. And the bass is like hard, but but the, but the, like the noise canceling was terrible. The coverage was terrible. The sound wasn't very good. I mean, unless you're Apple buying these, like, unless you're getting like the really expensive one, like the $350 one, those, even that one, I, I was comparing that to the Bose headphones. I like the Bose better though. They're way better. And then even the new Apple headphones, the ones that cover your ears are way better. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I I thought the, the, the other ones are like 150 or whatever. Like, dude, those really hurt your ears after a while if you wear them. But I mean, the sound is incredible on them. I have to admit because they're made for like studio stuff, but they're like, they're very specific to studio work. So if you're not really doing studio work, there's really no need to like own them, to be honest. So anyway. All right. Yeah. So that one was pretty shocking. So, all right, we're, let's uh, play a trailer promoting our Rise.TV platform. And when we get back, we'll get into Pfizer. And we're going to show good. a trailer right now. What if I told you that not only have we been visited by extraterrestrials, but that our own military has in their possession crafts along with alien bodies hidden from the public? Well, join me, Ben, on the second part of this Edge of Wonder episode with my special guest, Michael Schratt, who is a private pilot and aviation historian and has been investigating UFO encounters for over 28 years. Lab coat technicians talking about bodies recovered and one was still alive. And when I heard this from Charlotte, I said, I got it. I got it. Wow. I, I got it. 
Now I know that this guy was telling the truth. I got it. In our last episode, we went into detail about how the U.S. secretly has alien craft and documented testimonials on first-hand accounts of not only seeing crafts, but alien bodies as well. In this episode, Michael will be presenting the most mind-blowing account he has, which includes multiple witnesses. You won't believe what he has. So, without further ado, let me introduce Michael Schratt. Right. That guy is dropping some serious knowledge and research on those interviews. Yeah, there were there were it was a really great interview. Um just how much the, the amount of information and what he knows is just is just stunning. And, yeah, uh, like so if y'all are out there and any of you have been following, if you're watching the show and you've been following what's going on even a little bit with David Grush, the guy that came out talking about UFOs, and then Eric Hecker who was, you know, released with the um, Dr. Greer um, event that came out recently. This has kind of really sparked a lot of conversation. And the Michael Schratt interview that we did will give you so much historical knowledge on everything leading up to today on stuff that you didn't know about, about, you know, UFOs, aliens and all of this stuff. So highly recommended. Um, yeah, we produce that on rise.tv and, um, you'd be subscribing to us and, and helping us, um, keep creating this content. We'd really appreciate it. We would, we would appreciate it. All right. Should we get into, um, I guess Pfizer? <laughs> <laughs> Jump right into it. God, if you will. Man, th- yeah. So literally, act of God. What the hashtag act of God was trending on Twitter after this. Um, so this Pfizer plant in North Carolina was completely destroyed a- in a tornado. Now, a- afterwards, people did say there w- it looked like there was bad weather throughout the day. What was really crazy about this is that they were able to evacuate most of the uh, staff here at the Pfizer plant, most of them were on lunch break when it happened or some kind of like break. Um, No one got hurt. Amazingly, no one got hurt. And so it's just super crazy. But 50,000 pallets were destroyed. Of medicine. Of medicine. Now, the... I've heard both aspects. I've heard that, yes, this was like, you know, vaccine that was destroyed. The other other side is just like, no, it wasn't really confirmed either way. Does does it matter? But does it matter? What we do know is 50,000 pallets of medicine, whatever you want to say that medicine is, was completely damaged in the hurricane. If you believe in serendipity, I think it's... I think human beings are so full of themselves now that they do not look at signs like very obvious signs that are being put right in front of us. And perhaps, perhaps you should look at this. Perhaps those involved should look inside about this for once and maybe take a step back and say, Hey, is everything we're doing legit? What do you think, Ben? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I completely agree. It, it, it's like something like this happens. 
why, you know, and, and okay, granted there was some homes and stuff that, that were looked like that got destroyed, but I don't know if it was the result of this specific tornado. That's awesome. I mean, it's, it's try, I was trying to get a lot of information on this and there's like extreme information coming from both sides. You know, it's just like, no, 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 this didn't happen. Blah, blah, blah. Well, it's like, well, clearly the tornado came through that area and did destroy the Pfizer building completely. It, it just like ripped it apart. <laughs> So, so you're absolutely right. You know, Um, I I mean, my, my thinking was like, okay, enough is enough. You know, it's like, and what, it's a miracle that no one got hurt through this. It it, it was, I mean, like, however you want to look at this, what, clearly this is a sign. (laughs) Clearly it's like, there's no other way to look at this. There really isn't. Nobody got hurt. Everyone was okay. Didn't last for very long, came through, ripped everything apart and just kind of like disappeared. So, um, yeah, you know, it's if something is is damaging mankind. um, Yeah. So, I mean, it's just it was just it's just so ironic, I guess you could say, because so many people are like, when is God going to do something, you know? (laughs) Well, yeah, but God has been doing something every day. We're still here, aren't we? We're still here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that always surprises me when people say that because I'm like, we should be gone by now. Like, we're so lucky we're still here being given an opportunity to, to, you know, like work on ourselves. And, you know, it's it's just it's ridiculous. I mean, and I just think you know, even with weather modification and stuff with all of the stuff that science does to control things, yeah, they think they have buttoned it up. It's like them playing with Frankenstein's monster every time where you've created this monster and that monster then kills the doctor. It's like, how can you really control weather? Like these things like earthquakes, like all of that stuff, they're out of our control. Like at any point, those things could be set off and it could end us. If, if one earthquake is strong enough in the right place, the entire East coast of America is gone. And most of the other, most other places on the world that are, that have been built on the coast, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, sorry. you know, that's the world we live in. Oh, sorry. You. I was about ready to sneeze. Sorry well, it, about that. It's like weird. It's like, if you really look at where tsunamis would hit, if earthquakes went off at, at very specific places where the, um, where, you know, the, um, what do you call those? The plates move. Oh, yeah. Tectonic, um, tectonic the tectonic plates, plates move. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like the cities were put in specific areas on purpose to get wiped out in case anything happened. Like that's how conveniently placed these cities are for a natural disaster to wipe them out. Almost every single city is placed is put in a place where a specific natural disaster could wipe the entire thing out. It's really weird. Like San Francisco, right on a fault line. New York City, across the ocean, if an earthquake goes off, New York's gone. Most of Florida, probably half of the East Coast, you know? It is weird. It, it really is. And, and, and like, I don't know if, if some of these places, you know, back in the day, when they knew about, like, ley lines and energy grids and everything, if that's what was causing them to choose certain areas, you know, to build yeah. cities or not. And, and I'm really leaning more towards that's probably true. And that may be why, you know, these plates have, especially if it's in that area, may have more just pathways of energy going through it and whatnot, which could be why, 
you know, again, they're, they're well, choosing certain I, things. But... I also think it's simple. It's like our, where the cities were built were also arranged by God, right? Mm -hmm. Like why New York City over someplace in Rhode Island? There's no reason, really. It's just that's just how it happened. You know, could have been Boston. That was the New York City. It's not. It was New York City. New York City is 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 the biggest, you know. Yeah. And, you know, an interesting fact with if you just take Manhattan and this is like, I mean, I don't know, there's something very kind of loosely based on it. But in ancient Chinese coin, I think it is. It looks like the city of Manhattan. Really? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Like you mean on on an ancient Chinese coin they had a No, like a no, no, no. Like these coins were were they actually oh, yeah. like the shape of Manhattan? Um weird. And and was... like that's weird that like Manhattan is the financial capital of the world and yeah. those were the 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 like shape of their gold in the past or whatever. Yeah, I'm I know what you're talking about. It might it may not be a coin. It, it's I'm talking about it's like really ancient. Uh um yeah i'm trying to i was trying to find it real quick but I'm, i have to kind of look at it a little bit more closely but i know that there's this like it almost looks like a knife but it it, it is the shape and it, if like if you put manhattan and in, in this this ancient chinese coin next to each other it does kind of look like uh manhattan a little bit so all these like interesting facts related to this so i mean it's yeah it's just it, it's like when, when you start, I mean, you know, you can actually use astrology, numerology, like all these things. There's always like a connection, a reason for everything. You can start adding up um, even, even like uh, you take the coordinates of any location and you can do like numerology and stuff like that on those location in these uh, geographical points. And you could come up with some very interesting things just using that alone. So, you know, I feel that the ancients really knew a lot of this stuff. And that's why there was pyramids built in very specific places in the earth, um, because they knew about this stuff. They knew about the ley lines and everything else. So uh, I always found this really fascinating. Well, and who knows if those have influenced ley lines? Yeah, honestly, that too. That too. Down, they've gone up, they've gone down, you know, like they've been underwater for thousands of years and they come up and mm -hmm. plates move. There used to be Pangea. Now it's, you know, everything's separated. You know, this is one of the reasons why, if you look at the continents, why I don't believe Atlantis sunk into the Atlantic Ocean. I just think it had to have been that everything was connected before and that whole thing was Atlantis, you know? Yeah, yeah. I of course, agree. what do I know? Not much. But... <laughs> oh, I found it. Um, Pang Pangea? No, sorry. I found I found the coin I was talking about. Yeah, that whole thing, like, that sure doesn't really make sense with Eurasia being over there. That should close in um, oh. down below. That's weird. So this is what I was talking about here. Um, on the right, it it's looks like, like a, a key or something. It looks like a knife over here. Oh yeah, those things. On the left. Yeah, but then when you look at Manhattan, it yeah. is it's kind of similar shape. Not like perfect, no, but, of it, but it is kind of like similar. You know, I don't even know what those things are. are they mm -hmm. uh, so these these are just like some weird ancient Chinese coins that they were using, and it was different dollar like dollar amounts you know they weren't they weren't that was before the days they were actually using round coins they would use these like weird things like this and then slowly they started turning into the coins um you know they started just making it 
just the round coins with the square inside of it. So mm. cool stuff anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> well, speaking yeah. of China, um, one of the big things that happened, uh, let's see, it was yesterday. It was July 20th. Um, so July 20th is the anniversary. Or well, I hate to use the word. Anniversary. I know anniversary I know just doesn't sit right. It's like. <laughs> It marks the 23rd year that the persecution began in China of um, Falun Dafa over there. 24th now. 24th, yeah. yeah That's right. 1999, you're right. 24th. 4th. Yeah. So um, the Epic Times has a really good uh, story about this. And um, actually, Rob, do you want you want to read parts of this edi this editorial? Yeah, sure. This first paragraph's really important because it shares numbers and stuff too. And it says the story of Falun Gong not only matters due to sheer numbers An estimated 70 million to 100 million people have been subjected to the most brutal of persecutions, including death by torture and the practice of forced organ harvesting in which a victim's organs are forcibly removed often while the person is still alive. It also matters because just like with other religious persecution campaigns in history, it's a battle between good and evil, one in which everyone ultimately chooses a side. Yeah. Yeah. And it just goes on about, you know, the principles of the practice is truthfulness, compassion, tolerance. And, you know, the people that are practicing this are pursuing goodness in their lives, trying to improve their moral character. And, you know, for decades, this has been very peaceful and then you have the communist party um chinese communist party that's been ruling with like authority and 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 atheism and it it's been a threat against it and granted they're not against anybody it's just the ccp has been looking at it as a threat since it, it teaches everything that they're against <laughs> you know telling and, the truth for one thing <laughs> and you know i don't not i don't think people them. really think through the implications of like deeply the implications of this persecution on the world, because it, what we're, what we're looking at here is people's f like actual freedom to choose, you know, and to be peaceful being, being completely like demolished by a, ch a communist regime, which is the big, like the single most biggest danger to our world. Right I mean, now, I communism is, and socialism in general, which is like basically the ideologies behind some of these larger factions that people are worried about right now. So when you have when you look at, you know, this this stark contrast of people wanting to be free and wanting to make their own own choices and a communist party that is not allowing the most peaceful of thing to happen, this actually impacts us all, because if they win. Yeah. That means that that socialism and communism will probably spread throughout the world and destroy everything because if the Chinese Communist Party is strong right. and they they and they influence the rest of the world enough and we all become communism, forget it. Like Right. And and like people can argue, well, there there's other things out there that seems to be more of a threat, but you know, from my understanding, like communism is rooted in in Satanism and what Satanism really preaches. So in essence, it's like a global Satanism that's hidden within communism. Well, 
<clears throat> and I know you and I've done a lot of research on this, and sometimes I wonder what people mean when they say, oh, there's other things that are more dangerous, because those things that you think are more dangerous are the things that created the Chinese Communist Party, created exactly. Frankenstein. It's like the same thing. Yeah, no, 100%. And, and yeah. And everything is tied together with this, whether whether you look at the elites and what they're doing and their ideology, um, promoting all this, like, all their elite stuff, <laughs> whatever you want to, whatever you want to categorize all that in, um, you know, this is all part of it. And well, global globalism and communism yeah. aren't very different. They're, they're, they're one and the same. Right. It's just they're all called. It's just different terminology but the goal of and the essence of it is all the same thing and 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 fundamentally it just comes back down to destroy people's faith in god which is really what they're trying to do by you know promoting a lot more evil aspects and understandings of things and um you can almost look at it as if communism is the murder wing of the globalist or, or communist like um, ideology. Like globalism is, is largely based on finance. Yeah. But communism, it, like it, it took over using murder. Yeah. Over and a it, very long period of time. And there was there was like a couple of years ago, even the pope went. I think it was I want to say it was Cuba that he went to. It was one of the communist countries. It was either Cuba or somewhere else, but I'm pretty sure it was Cuba. And they, as gift, they gave a pope. They gave the pope a hammer and sickle, but the hammer had Jesus nailed to the cross. What? Yeah. So messed up, dude. <laughs> yeah, and he was just like accepting it, like, "Oh, thank you very much," you know. So, uh, yeah, it was insane. Um, we could, we we could definitely find that. One of us. Um, Lindsay so or Dom, one of you guys try to find that. Just ah, she found it already. There it is. I'm not lying. <laughs> it's like so ridiculous. He's like smiling, accepting that. I like, know. What? This is what I'm talking, talking about. about like Satanism, like hidden within these Dude, elements. This makes me feel so uncomfortable. Yeah, and and th this this is like far worse. Because it's like using Christianity as a way to actually promote like satanic agendas. I mean, really, you think Jesus would be happy over that, considering that how many people died of communism in the name of atheism? Like, it's just it's just ridiculous. I, I don't I can't remember what country it was. I said Cuba, but I don't think it's Cuba. But it's one of those weird communist countries. It's very communist. I just can't remember which one. And it's like, oh, here, welcome here. We'll give you this like communist symbol as like Lindsay. A what? What? Where does that that photo come from? I guess she's not talking today. This is he the Bolivian president. Bolivian. Bolivian. Yeah. Okay. A lot of those South American countries now are very like, including Brazil, turned very communist. Um, you know, they're not co communist on the on the surf. Well on the surface, you know, they're not labeled as a communist country, but underneath all that, everything they're doing, all the laws they're enacting and everything that they're doing over there is, is basically communism. And, um, I know, I know a lot of Brazilians and they're very, very unhappy about it to the point now where they can't even speak out about it without fear of being arrested now. So, yeah, that's not freedom. 
but that's that's what i'm saying it's like you know that's exactly the spirit that is in china right now persecuting these peaceful people it's like oh no you if you don't claim that the chinese communist party is your god we will kill you basically yeah you're dead yeah and and like under communism rule you can't speak any kind of ill words about the party itself or you can be arrested and that that goes for any country so it's like over here we should be very thankful that we can say whatever we want although it's becoming a lot harder to say whatever you want i mean first the censorship comes in and then it's like you know whatever follows that in the future well and this is the this is the globalist and financial kind of push that's going on because of because of the globalist financial wing of that whole thing, putting all of these mandates down on corporations, agendas, media companies, and all of that stuff. It's made everything a lot more difficult mm-hmm. I mean, for, for freedom to kind of, you know, <clears throat> be an everyday thing. Yeah. But getting back to, um, you know, the, the Falun Gong and, and their, uh, um, this rally that they held and it was a candle, I think it was a candle visual, candlelight visual as well in Washington. Yeah. There was about 1500 people that was, that, that came there yesterday and there was like a parade, there was a rally, um, a lot of different like political people showed up, um, senators, people within the government, you know, all kind of supporting there's, the, there was actually the, uh, the, following the visual that they had right there um yeah really talking about this and you know really trying to put more pressure not only on the ccp for ending the persecution but also for lawmakers here in the u.s to to start you know going harder against china which they have made some laws and and recently they did do some things about um organ harvesting or organ transplant tourism um, they made it a lot harder to people go fr- from, they made it a lot harder for people to go to China to get, um, organs now, which is a good thing considering that, uh, they don't even have an organ donation system over there. So that's always been the big question. Where are these organs coming from? These thousands, tens of thousands of organ transplants that you're doing, you have zero organ donation system. So where are you getting all these healthy, um, um organs, you know? So this has been a big, big issue. And um, finally, the media are, are having no choice but to report on it because everyone knows it's true now. So um, and so many people have been coming out. There's so many documentaries around this issue about the organ harvesting in China. And um, it is the world's going to be shocked, truly shocked. Uh, it's totally. all gets, you know, completely opened up. And everyone's going to understand like how bad it really was. Well, and and I mean, no one knows what's really happening over there right now. Right. That, in, like thing. no one, on a, man. It it's the situation over there is way crazier than anyone knows. Way crazier, and like I can sit here and talk about it, but it's still not going to make anyone less shocked when the truth comes out. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, we're probably going to get into UFOs pretty soon. And well, bef- yeah. well, we're still talking about China. And well, f- before we get into UFOs, we'll, we're going to get talk about the the guy, the Chinese guy. That's right. He's out on the flight. <laughs> That's right. We found that this week. But before we do that, why don't we why don't we play a trailer and then we'll come back and hit that and then get into the UFO stuff. Yeah. 
150 years in the making. The ultimate evil specter. Lies, hatred, and struggle. Traditions destroyed. Deep State's Cult Communism. There's an old Chinese saying my ancestors learned before the Communist Party took over our country. The family is the essential unit of human society and that you must have honor and defend your family. But it's not always easy to do. When the regime gives the order, you have to kill. My heart was pounding. I felt my body bouncing and twisting on the floor. They put numbers on our shoulders, then separated us into rows of even and odd numbers. I was number nine. My brother, he's still in prison. And my sister, she was sent to a labor camp without a trial. But there's one piece of evidence they haven't been able to destroy yet. I left everything behind. If I can't expose what they did to us, then all of our suffering would be for nothing. All right, a couple trailers there. One is from our communism series, which you guys should totally check out. And the other was a um, trailer for Finding Courage, which is currently on Rise.TV right now. And um, yeah, if you could subscribe and uh, support our work, we'd really appreciate it. Um, Give you guys a lot in return, all kinds of videos. I think we probably have over 400 videos over there, all kinds of different things. Uh, whatever you're interested in, we've researched it, and uh, there's probably a video up there. So definitely come <laughs> and check it out. We'd really love to have you over there and hang out with our awesome Rise.TV crew that's hanging out with us on our chat. Um, shout out to you guys. And uh, yeah, Ben, so tell me a little bit about what's going on here with the uh, this Chinese guy on a yeah. plane that melted down. There's another guy that melted down on a plane. This happened... I guess this actually happened in China. Um, it looked like most of the people in the craft or, or on, on the craft in, in the airplane. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he was on crack. Man. <laughs> that too. I mean, we don't know. Actually, this guy could have been on something, but um, he so he was shouting that he was stuck in it. So this is the whole story. The story was that he was shouting that he was stuck in the time loop. It was the sixth time that he was on the plane and the plane crashed. And every time the plane crashed, he would like 
return back to the previous to that day where he or earlier he was, in the day was, or whatever he was living groundhog day yeah that's what he said and then he said the flight attendant wasn't human she was actually a robot who was changing her battery <laughs> yeah 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 so, so so there was a translation that a girl gave that said he went he kind of opened the bathroom do door and saw someone changing their batteries like, yeah, they were a robot and they were changing their batteries. That's what he said. So Lindsay's going to play this clip right now. And, and then then it's everyone on the plane starts freaking out because this guy's freaking out so much. I don't really know if they're freaking out over. But as soon as he says the plane crashed again, this is in Chinese, but there are subtitles here. That's when everyone starts freaking out. <laughs> Oh, I can't see it very well. So that so what you're hearing kind of what happened? Happen. Someone opened the car door or something. They're hollow earth inhabitants. <laughs> this is the sixth loop. Please open the door for me. This is the sixth loop. Excuse me, sir. Hey, why are you so afraid? It doesn't matter. Police is here. Why are you afraid? And so many people are here also. So the man is screaming, accident is going to happen. The same disaster as the Malaysian airline will happen. That's that's what kind of started freaking when other people started freaking out. Cabin crew, come for radio. Tell guests don't something. Guys are waiting for death and, and life reset. Why don't you guys want a life reset? Don't you feel tired? You guys spend your whole life working for slavery. You know, it's really weird that this plane is all red. I mean, I guess it's not that weird. It's just in China. That's yeah, it's everything's red there, dude. Yeah. I a thing working for them. Okay, yeah, so so he I saw a translation where a girl was basically saying that the hollow earth inhabitant was like not quite accurate, more like um maybe inner earth or like a inner earth species that was, I guess, a robot or something. I don't know. But he was like melt. You could hear him screaming. He was melting down about this and it was freaking everybody else out on there. Yeah, yeah, it was. So, yeah, I guess another translation of it is they are hollowed earth inhabitants. This is the sixth loop. Please open the door for me. <laughs> there were there were like a lot of people asking why is this man so afraid you get and then he says you guys are waiting for a death and a life reset don't you guys want a life reset don't you feel tired this says the bloke was also heard claiming the flight attendant was a robot <laughs> so was this a british article because that, that's a british article bloke. yeah it also says hallowed earth inhabitants. So I wonder if that's a typo or if they're saying it's like holy 
hallowed earth inhabitants. Yeah, yeah. hallowed is holy, but it's that, supposed to be right. hollow. Yeah. It's really weird. That's a typo. Says, because the because he didn't say actually hollow earth. He said something else. And because I watched another girl who speaks Chinese break down what he was saying. So it has to be a typo. Yeah, he also said the flight attendant wasn't human and was a robot who was changing her battery. The plane ended up not flying after multiple passengers became worried, and the man responsible for the panic was arrested. He was sent to a professional medical institution. Uh, hopefully not jail. Basically means he's dead now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> After his mental state was abnormal. Um, I, 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 I mean, honestly, it's kind of like, well, okay, this guy's a little bit crazy, except around the same time, which kind of goes right into this. We can kind of come back to this around the same time. Um, Daniel Sheehan uh, who who is he? He also is a big speaker. He has some books out. He's he's being he's a, an attorney now for a lot of these whistleblowers. He came out saying that the U.S. military uh, has UFO um, like recovered crafts that distort time and space, and was bigger on the inside. So in other words, it's like he explained how. Um, there was like a craft that looked like it was like only 30 feet or something, but inside it looked like a football field when you got inside of it. Wow. That's yeah. really fascinating. Yeah. The exact quote was, it was the size of a football stadium while the outside was only about 30 feet in like inside. It was the size of a stadium while inside, or I'm sorry, while outside it was only about 30 feet in diameter. That's and he really says this craft was able to warp uh, was not the only warped dimension around the craft. That's I'm sorry. That space was not the only warped dimension around the craft. So um, there were all kinds of time distortion and space distortions around this craft. Well, and this idea that something could be larger on the inside than it was on the outside is like I feel like that's just been in cartoons and like shows. Harry Potter. Yeah, oh, remember yeah. In, in Harry, Harry Potter, Potter there's a scene in Harry Potter where, where they open this, they build this tent and Harry's just looking at it like, how are we all going to fit in this tent? And you walked inside and it was just like a, you know, like a palace sized tent inside, you know, and multiple bedrooms and everything else. Even on the outside, it was just a normal sized tent. Sure. If, so, yes, there's so many other examples other than. Yeah. Harry. I mean, like you said, in so many cartoons and movies and all kinds of things. So. Anyway, when this guy's talking about this is getting stuck in a time loop, I'm just kind of like, okay, whatever, you know? And then all of a sudden I just see this article around the same time that was published. And, you know, it's like now I, I, <laughs> I don't like, I don't just immediately write off like, okay, this guy's crazy. You know, it's like, may, okay, well, maybe there could be something to this. I mean, probably not, but you know, I mean, uh, you know, it's, it was also interesting. We were asked recently what our favorite, one of some of our favorite sci-fi movies were. And the one of the ones that I completely forgot about was Edge of Tomorrow, actually. Yeah, it's Tom a good one. It's like, it's like an action version of Groundhog Day. Yeah, it really is. That's probably one of my favorite sci-fi movies ever, actually. It was good. Is Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, so, I have that movie. I, I've watched it quite a bit. It's a good mm -hmm. one. It is. It is really good. So if you guys haven't seen it, 
check it out. It, it is seriously, it, it really is Groundhog Day mixed with aliens. You know what? Speaking of this time, these like weird time anomalies, mm-hmm. another really interesting uh, series on um, on Netflix that's similar is Russian Doll. Have you watched Russian Doll? People keep asking me if I've seen this show. There's two two seasons, and I, I have no, I've never, I've heard of it, but I didn't really know exactly what it was. Really well done. Really, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, wow, I have to check that out too. But yeah, Edge of Tomorrow, and I think on DVD it's called Live Die Repeat. I don't know. They were like, they had two different names for it, and like different countries also called it different names too. But yeah, you know, when I heard about this Russian doll, I literally was just like, oh, this looks really boring. And what is this about? Like just some Russian nah, it, doll. No, it's it's really whatever. interesting. It's mm-hmm. really, really interesting. Yeah. But I, those are those. But those are those things that are, it's like, you know, the, the it's like you open it up yeah. and there's a smaller one, smaller one, yes. smaller one. Right. So. Yeah. It's basically yeah. like a really intense version, a non-comical, really intense version of Groundhog Day. But like very well written, very mm. well written. Mm. All right. Well, um, speaking more of uh, UFOs here, um, this is also really weird. Uh, this what is this thing i've never seen footage of anything this you guys gotta see this this is honest to god real footage watch that that thing underwater it was caught more than 3700 feet below the surface in the indian ocean there were um look it looks like some kind of star wars insignia looks like a logo yeah it really does and then it morphs a little watch. bit later on. He um, zooms out and then watch it close if you can. So what people are saying that this is a blood belly comb jellyfish. No, screw them. Screw those people. <laughs> this is an alien. Pretty soon. It, it, it just changed shape. It just changed shape. Now watch this. And then all of a sudden has these lights at the end of it. I yeah, mean, it that literally looks like something from Star Wars. Full on alien being. What is that? This is 100% real footage. This is not like, you know, fake CGI or watch anything. Watch it, watch it. It has been 100% confirmed. This is real. And then it just takes off. Now watch what happens at the end, though. Boom! It just morphs again, and then it takes off. It like it it turned into almost like a sheet, and it disappeared. Yeah, it is crazy. So I was doing some research on what blood belly comb jellyfish are. Lindsay, can you click on this link? This Bing link here. Here's some photos. Now I, I like I said, this is what people are claiming it to be. I've never actually even heard of this, so I wanted to kind of look it up and see what it what it was. These are just a bunch of images, Lindsay. So just just open this up and let's just look at these. So this is what people are saying it is. Yeah, but this doesn't look anything like that thing. Not when it was the other form, especially. Now, these do seem to have some kind of lights on it. Unbelievable animals that light up. But that, that, 
That looked like it was different color lights. I, I don't know. Okay, so that thing on the, the end there, that actually looks like that was in the video. Okay, yeah, but but does this thing turn into logos? And Yeah, I know. That's the crazy. I mean, dude, that was a completely different. Like it morphed into something totally different. I, I, and then all of a sudden it just like changed back and then it became this like you said almost like a sheet also so, if you look at that thing it was like the head when it turned into this whatever that we're looking at right now the head it was like it tucked into itself and then the sh this like cloak of like I don't know what to call it came out of it like it didn't look like these images that we were just looking at no it didn't at all i'm kind of looking at some more video to see man this, these things are crazy weird <clears throat> this in itself i mean this just looks like something totally like completely different i, I mean yeah, here it, it goes it's going to change into a, a cube in a second or like into uh there it goes. It's morphing. And right how do we now. not know that this isn't? I mean, even if it is this like jellyfish thing, how look, do we not know this is actually alien? Look, see how it's round down there? Like yeah. that does not look like that. That is so different. Freaking weird, man. It is so weird. And it's opaque, like and, those jellyfish yeah. you can see through. And then it's like the the colors of. I mean, it literally looks like some kind of LED lights on this thing. And it, watch it turn into a sheet and just yeah. like disappear basically boom that is crazy yeah, there isn't there come on what is that's that? that's nuts yeah that's so weird they said it okay they said it was a form of some comb jellyfish thingy but seriously i mean i'm i'm even like i said you know they don't even know what where octopuses really truly come from and they've they've kind of started to acknowledge that octopuses are alien just because they they don't understand how they got here and so that's the only thing they can come conclusion to is and who we have no idea what's underwater we i mean there could be like a portal that opens up somewhere underwater and all these weird things are coming through you know and that, that could be one thing uh one explanation i know that's crazy sounding but it's like we honestly don't know Ben, have you ever seen that movie, uh, The Meg? Uh, no, but I know I know what the movie is. That's the so, one with the giant shark. The movie, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. interesting because the way that they explained it was that there was okay, uh, and of course this wouldn't really happen in reality, but it could happen somewhere else in the ocean potentially. They explained it that the bottom of the Mariana Mariana Trench was not the bottom; that it was like um some type of strange um like ocean like mist or something that when you went below it the pressure got better and it was where mm. all of these like ancient creatures were and so they go below this area of the marianas trench into this area where it becomes warmer and all of this stuff and the meg is there mm. and so when they come back up they leave a hole in that mist thing, whatever it is that's covering that. And the, and the, um, the Meg comes up with it and just starts destroying everything. Like, but you know, who knows what's in the ocean and where and how the ocean really works. No one's really studying that. And they ain't going to tell us, you know? 
hundred percent. That the the premise of that movie was kind of ridiculous, but. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, and also we have a whole series on the seas. Uh, we can get into everything from octopuses, Loch Ness monster, all the other weird phenomena that's washing up and all over the beaches and um, everything else in between on our rise.tv platform so uh you can find that on there we we pretty much talk about every strange phenomenon that people are seeing in the waters and the seas so except that thing that we just looked at because that's except for that thing yeah <laughs> we do talk about octopuses though but yeah. that thing was pretty intense and psychic octopuses and alien demons <laughs> Cthulhu. I mean, it's really fascinating that Cthulhu is a sorry, I keep saying fascinating, but Cthulhu is an octopus kind of being. And it's like a lot of these alien beings are um, these like squid like creatures, octopus kind of creatures. So hey, Lindsay, you there? It's really weird. I'm here. Yeah, remind me to make a t-shirt for Ben that just says fascinating. fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Can do. Fascinating. All right, and then um, keep going on with the more UFO stuff. One of the last things we, we came or we came across uh, was newly declassified CIA documents. So they released a few more n- new ones. Unfortunately, it's not the uh, smoking gun one that everyone is waiting for that that Wait, 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 wait. A link to JFK's assassination linked to UFOs? Yeah, loosely linked, it's claiming. How? So, um, because he was going to expose UFOs? Well, one, uh, okay, so what it says is one of the new release documents revealed the name of the CIA official who intercepted Oswald's mail in the months before JFK's killing. See, they knew about Oswald, the CIA knew about him months ago before i mean months before, before. Yeah. i mean th- this is a known fact that's why everyone's like this is kind of this seems like an inside job if you already knew who it was well it turns out this guy named efron had a ufo encounter in 1955 when he was on a train journey through the soviet union and um they saw uh they all saw what a cia report called two flying saucers those skeptics later argued that they were Soviet craft, but there were probably Soviet craft made from alien technology. Um, and Russell was one of the Warren commissioner members who interviewed Mariana Oswald. Hmm. That was his wife prior to the shooting. That's why this is really, really strange. Yeah. But the so, UFOs were, or the unidentified flying objects are claiming are Russian, not actual alien craft. Yeah, yeah. So what what they're kind of alluding to, you know, they're saying conspiracy theorists think that there might have been more to this story and that Kennedy knew more about UFOs and was trying to declassify records that reveal more about the government's knowledge on UFOs. And honestly, that was one of the things that we did bring up Um in one of our episodes a long time ago, when we were bringing up the when we talked about the Majestic Twelve, we actually brought up the fact that the memo that came out um, said that you know uh, the memo came out saying that Lancer, because they called his nickname was Lancer for the um, 
Secret Service was asking too many questions about their actions, mm-hmm. what they were doing, the what the Majestic 12 were doing, and that, you know, if they didn't stop, he was going to, ex- yeah, there it is right there. He was going to expose everything that he knew what they were involved with. And then that was written in October. And then it was like November that he was killed. So um, they were like, you know, we need to do something about this. And, and a lot of people believe that you, the, there, you know, there could be a lot of things, you know, everything that was going on with Cuba, what was going on with the, you know, all of the uh, space stuff with, and with Russia, all the conflicts. I, I think ultimately it was probably a little bit combination of all of the above, like basically what the, what the just majestic 12 group was doing behind the scenes. And he just, he just didn't, he, he wasn't, he was losing control of power. It's like, I'm the president and I don't, I feel like I don't even have control of what is going on. You guys are all doing things in your own world behind the scenes, you know, the military industrial complex. And he was about ready to expose all of it. And then, yeah, I think I definitely think part of it had to do with UFOs, but I also think he was really interested in exposing more of the elites yeah because yeah. who really like when the more you and i research the more i kind of realize like the things that really touch on their their pain points are going to be a lot they're going to be a lot more aggressive about than than like something that could be crazy like ufos like don't get me wrong the ufo agenda and all of that stuff it's big deal but when you when i think he was really upset about what was really going on with some of these elites let's put it that yeah way. yeah no i i 100 agree i mean i i think the ufo part was a small part of the larger picture of what what was going on more with the military industrial complex as a whole you know and, and all, all the stuff that they were doing like all the operations bay of pigs like all of this stuff that was going on that, that he was being lied to about for one right. like bay of pigs you know we found out that he was being lied to to get him to take action as the president. And then, then, you know, that was one of the things that he got really upset about. So, all right, well, you guys, well, we're, we're uh, running out of time for uh, our, where we are right now for our free show. And now we're going to go over to rise.tv and talk about a little bit more things before we get to the Q and a. And then of course we have the weirder news of the week. Um, we have Anthony Weiner having a meltdown when he's asking about Clinton's kill list. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see oh, this. If you ever want to be on it. <laughs> yeah. And um, the interesting thing is the guy, uh, the guy that's asking him the questions is, and this, this is like a, a channel that has 5 million followers. They use stillness in the storms uh, information. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Justin Deschamps. And I was really blown away. It was It's really funny. We're going to show a little bit of that. And then, of course, we'll get into our weirder news. So we're going to leave, you know, Rumble, Facebook, Anjing World, Facebook or Twitter, YouTube um, and head over to Rise.TV. For, so, so for just $9.99 a month, you can come over and support what we do. Uh, of course, we always have a, Q, a live Q&A during every live show. You get to ask us your questions in our live chat. And, you know, your support lets us do these deep dives and bring you the truth that the censors don't want you to hear. So, okay, we're going to head over to Rise.TV, talk a little bit about this, get into weirder news, and we'll show a trailer right now, and we'll see you guys over there. 
Hi everyone, welcome back to Edge of Wonders exploration of the Garden of Eden. So far in this series, we've covered some of the locations the garden could have been. Edgar Cayce's psychic knowledge about it, historical and scientific explanations, and more. The Fearsome Leviathan primeval enemy of man, destined to appear in the end times, waging war against gods. This sea serpent, dragon or whale, spotted by sea captains over millennia, this foe hated by heaven and earth, is the Leviathan really just a myth? From Leviathan myths to supernatural truths hidden in TV shows to accounts of real satanic worship and more, this story is about to get even deeper. Want to hear discussions on dragons, technology, and strange monster sightings of the fearsome Leviathan? Join Edge of Wonder for a deep dive into the cryptids of the abyss. Cryptids of the abyss. All right, welcome over, or welcome you guys to Rise.TV. For everyone just starting to join us, we really deeply appreciate all your support and we love all you guys. So thank you so much for being with us. All right, let's um let's show this whole thing with uh, Anthony Weiner.